So good morning, good morning. Today is Sunday, March the 21st. I believe most of the COVID checks are supposed to be going out by March 27th. But I'm going to tell you a little secret is if you never filed taxes, you're not supposed to have to file them to get the services. But, you know, you have to show up. So you have to do that little form saying, I don't have to file taxes. But I should have the stimulus money, you know, the COVID money. In 2021, the mere fact that we don't participate in the process and we don't know the process. I mean, they're even giving, they're helping with funeral arrangements for people who are dying during this COVID time. So you can just go to USA.gov, USA.gov, and find out what resources they have for the CARES or the disaster assistance. There's money out there. I mean, there's just so many resources, but you're not gonna have access to nothing if you don't spend the time to do self-advocacy and build from within yourself. In America, we, the people, truly have ruined ourselves as we have figured out that, you know, it's not us, but it is us. We are the ones, the very ones who are not engaged in society and wait for others to do it. And I understand the oppression and the lack of support for individuals engaged in public advocacy as when you're elected for a position or you're serving in a role, you only serve in that role, in that capacity. You don't get to think outside your box. But when you're participating as a citizen, you know, an individual, you can participate any kind of way you want. And you don't have, you know, there's a reason not to join organizations because they kind of rule you. So don't join. Do you? The real deal is, is that unless you're socialized or acting in the capacity where you're representing that organization, then you do you. Other than that, when you use the organization to support your own agenda, it's criminal. As I can see, all across America in 2021, perhaps it is not the focus to create access for all people, no. People start focusing on their own selves and their selfishness and the inability to engage in others who may know the story or who may be able to share it. I've had the opportunity to volunteer in all kinds of capacities and just participate at all levels of public engagement. I got to meet Ernie Duncan when he came to Sacramento as I was a parent. I was a parent who got to go to Texas on the district's dime to talk about the small schools and establishing the small schools in Sacramento, California. I mean, you know, There are just so many opportunities to engage in the learning process of lifetime opportunities. And some of the workshops and conferences I attended were paid by the district and my children. I took my baby right on with me and went to those workshops. It's where I met Mrs. Maxine Pepper, which is a strong advocate. She was a board member. She was a parent involvement person. She was just, she is just an amazing person. But none of us possess all the skills to pull it off. We have to do our best to ensure that we work and network with each other to support each other through crisis and hard times. But uh, unless you have associations and people, you have nothing. Unless you understand that the sacrifice is staying up those extra hours to read the documents, 
to educate yourself, then you have nothing. If you believe that you can look at my life and watch and listen and pretend you know what I know, you know nothing. Because you have to walk a moment in, or a mile in my shoes to even understand that I raised my sons as an individual parent. And I really did not use, what did I, I really didn't use the system. Although I knew how to operate within the system. So I did benefit from the system. I had Section 8 housing. I had food stamps. I worked and until I could work no more. And then I had to take a moment and fight for my resources. I got my social security disability. And guess what? I'm, I'm just like, I, I made a comment on Andrew Como because I'm going to tell you what's going on now. We can't keep on letting this Me Too stuff going on because Me Too, I've been discriminated against, but they're not paying me yet. So when they start paying people for being discriminated against, perhaps I'll jump in. But guess what? I have the understanding that the personal responsibility is on yourself. Personal self. Speak up if you feel that someone is being um, unkind in a manner that you don't like. So speak up because you're not incapacitated. I mean, people, people have the ability to articulate when people have crossed the line. And then you have to work to get out of a situation if it's negative. But it's all about moving up. Oh, no, you want someone punished? Are you serious? Why should he stop governing? Because you feel intimidated. Because people need to know how one would behave in a situation, a proposition. So people might need to ask those kind of questions. And if you're offended and you don't really think you should talk about it, then you should just say, I don't think I'd like to talk about that. And keep it moving. But oh no, you're offended and your feelings are hurt because someone paid you some attention. If you like older men, there are a lot of young women who like older men. Mm, R. Kelly is a fine, mm-mm-mm. and you all know what I'm talking about. And just all of his songs are romantic and about love. And just like Michael Jackson's songs where none of them were perverted or distorted. And we loved him. But then there were people who attempted to degrade. I mean, just bring down to the lowest standard what you love. Same thing in Bill Cosby. I know during the Cosby days, I loved the Cosby show. It established a fantasy in which we could all communicate and work like a family and work within a tribe. Oh, yeah, it was powerful. But then guess what? They had to demonstrate that he had some kind of short-sightedness. But guess what? You don't get to have two-point-something million dollars. And then you still are offended. And you put yourself in the situation. And then people, me too, me too, me too, trying to get more money. Sickening that the system works like this. But it does. And that's why he's in the penitentiary. But he's in a place where he can change the lives of people. Because he still has resources. And he still has services. And it's just the box, no matter what box you're in. If you're boxed, and I don't ever want to go to the penitentiary. Now, don't get it twisted. I don't ever want to give up my freedom. But we are all locked in box, depending on our ability to step outside that circle and understand that freedom has never been free. And there's just an obligation to empower yourself and understand that you're in the control seat. 
But if you foolishly step out there not knowing the rules, well, I'm going to tell you the rules do affect you. And even if you haven't played by the rules and others aren't playing by the rules and everybody's aware about what really goes on. Okay. But then to persecute someone because they foolishly use some money for some kind of something that they probably shouldn't have used during campaign and financing and all that other stuff. It's just the rules. But you have the ability to take someone's opportunity away when you could share information and probably have shared information about things that you shouldn't have shared. As we all know, this is America and there are winners and then there are losers. And then there are people that lose and don't even know they lost. And then there are just people who are just totally unaware of the abilities of digital transmission, dual digital transmission, two-way transmission, as if I was going to create an episode in which I was visually seen, but this is not a visual recording, no. It is 29 minutes and some odd seconds of the opportunity to empower yourself and understand that we're on this journey and we are all together. And I am no higher than you, but you are no higher than me. But your knowledge and your level of knowledge only comes from what you were willing to participate in and where you were. My level of knowledge and my ability comes from where I was willing to participate and the knowledge I gained while I was there. Now they've created all these DDS programs or whatever doctorate programs and whatever. And I can tell you, if you ain't never had no baby, you don't know what it feels like. And if you ain't never gonna have no baby, you'll never know what it feels like. And if you ain't never had no sex, you don't know what it feels like. But once you have sex, you know what it feels like. It's kind of like, mm. But if you're a man and you want to be a man, like Andrew Como is a man and he's a single man, unobligated to no one. So if he pays someone a compliment, now they're all hollering that he somehow tried to hit on them. Maybe they wanted him to hit on him. I'm pretty disgusted with the whole damn thing because people have been getting a paycheck and money and working and had the ability to articulate this same very concern at the moment that it happened. And then they would not have been offended. So please stop the bullshit. Do the trainings on sexual harassment so people know what it is and understand the consequences. But people need to do the trainings on discrimination, disparate impact, the inability to train people to do self-advocacy within the public school system. And the mere fact that nonprofits or not-for-profits are harvesting by a level of attainment. I mean, you know, if you have a million dollars, basically you could buy a program and create whatever you want to create for those zero to four-year-olds. I don't know who'll be in your program, but if you have a million dollars, if you gave me a million dollars, I could open a program for early education. And uh, we could do it together as long as a million dollars was funded. And then we could probably start changing some of the things because we can employ black people who look like us because the matching funds would come from the state because that's what they're doing. I mean, but you understand for every 100 children who are deemed neglected and delinquent, I mean, you would only have to have 
100 in your program, they generate $1 million. So, I mean, you know, it really is just understanding the process. But knowing that no matter where the discussion is had about the utilization of tax dollars that we all pay, as we all pay, then I don't care if you pay a penny because we're paying as Americans. But the unrestricted control of human behavior from law enforcement without the opportunity to benefit, meaning that murder is the case that they're giving us. And they don't have the ability to effectively change the conversation. No, it doesn't happen that way. It's just like I'm limited in my conversation to people I talk to because most of the people I talk to feel that I'm off the chain most of the time. And perhaps I am. But from my window, what I see is pure dysfunction. When a city, state, or town would not consider the services that are being applied to your people, your population, is so restrictive that it violates the whole nature of a free and appropriate public education. And by restrictive, I mean that if their child has certain behaviors, they're not trying to teach the child to transition the child from those negative behaviors. No, these people really feel that if they've written it down and scripted it in script and scribe, that it becomes the law of the rule. It is the law of the land within that city, town, or state. But understand me, the laws of the land within United States of America govern all. And whoever understands and comprehends the king's English and can un- <clears throat> and just can articulate it in a manner which would empower someone to understand their failure perhaps is not the only option here. And we should discuss other remedies and other solutions. And I don't care who been working at this for so long? And I don't care that you feel that you have the right to violate human rights, but these are human right violations. As if you keep a person in a certain state of function that they will never ever function. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and there's a song, we just trying to, we out here just trying to function. Our people are just trying to function, just, just trying to make it. I mean, just really just trying to make it. And the difficulty is that if you didn't understand that you were participating in the process by doing the income tax forms or the voter things, so you be counted, so they know you live in with your seven babies over here that you're supposed to be getting some COVID money for because COVID hit all of us at the same time. But some people were working but for the people who weren't working prior to COVID, what's happening with those people? Somebody helping because they were unemployed before COVID. So they wouldn't get no money. And for the people who didn't qualify for the resources of families, you know, with children, family services or whatever. And the people who didn't want to be dependent on the system to get the, you know, the food stamps or because that's all they're really going to give you, a food stamps and a housing voucher. But let's understand, we are paying for these people to provide these housing vouchers and provide these food stamps for the people who are in need. And as, you know, as life would have it, 
We all have made choices that we can be impacted by, but there's nothing that restricts you to the ignorance of feeling that you know something without reading or participating in the process. There must be some sacrifice somewhere. But would be my greatest fear that someone would pass a bogus 20 to one of my sons and you and you know at that moment he not knowing because ain't nobody trying to print no money book nope no because it got plenty of women who pay for it like that brother who got shot seven times in the back was accused of what third degree rape I don't know what that was and taking her debit card and I'm gonna say if you lose your debit card you know what to do shut it off why would they think that they could arrest him and do all of that, shooting him seven times in his back in front of his three children? And we ain't supposed to say, what about that? Because you know what? My people can't even talk about that. Hell, what do they talk about besides who's in first and who's in second and who gets to show up at the uh, plan or in the program? <laughs> well, I'm going to say in 2021, you have your own personal opportunity to create your own space and do you boo because I believe that I have the ability to affect the quality of education as I understand the process as I have had the ability to participate at every level of public education as if I was a provider because I was providing access for my children and each one graduated. My oldest gifted in gate, who never really benefited from his level of knowledge and intelligence. Oh no, they watched him. They watched him because he was able to do some amazing things on the internet when he was under 18 and in my house that they were watching him and then trying to go after him because they let him make a whole lot of money. And then they took it all away. And then they tried to come after him for it. And well, that was a little bit of insanity because it's been years and they ain't got a penny yet because they would have had to come after me. But I didn't know what was going on until I knew what was going on. But then when I really knew what was going on, what they were doing to my computer as the modem was had a battery and the battery was given instruction to my system but now they can talk directly to the computer and they can tell the computer to fill its belly up and not let you delete any programs so you can't move things so you just have to level up and not buy upwards i know how to do that and they cannot affect my ability to purchase i mean one time they were shutting off my computer it was like a game and i figured out to go i had to learn how to get into the bios to turn it back on now that's network management right i had to figure that out because when i went to go buy one all of a sudden my account was shut and then my mother's credit card was shut down too to stop her from helping me because <laughs> the game was on and i wasn't supposed to know the game was on some disgusting stuff that is happening out there especially when people die in their house and they hadn't had any prior health issues or have had prior health issues. But people don't understand how the EMF waves, EMF waves can be increased by bad players out there. Because, you know, that's something that the, you know, the FCC regulates in bringing in devices and how much they uh, can 
do and what happens to you when those radio waves are increased through your house through the satellite. And don't play. People do play games. But I know they play games. So, we've been playing ball for a long time. I went to an NAACP meeting here in Clark County. I recorded it and shared it. But before I got home, my my cell phone, my brand new iPhone, had committed an illegal operation. And caution sign went up. And then that video was edited. And I never saw the rest of the meeting. Although I was there and witnessed it in person. But there was no documented evidence. And I said, how criminal can you be? But in America, it seems that the voice of reason went out the window with the election of Donald Trump and we the people, you know, and states' rights. So here in Clark County, after all these years in public education, I've witnessed, I've witnessed successful programs in public education. And I know what success feels like because they told me my son was whatever, and he would not benefit from public education, but he graduated with a one-on-one aid, a laptop, and a buff proficient. And they let him walk out the door with the laptop. Not that we needed it, but they did. Because it had been assigned to him his whole time. Where other people can't even access their own cell phones. And cell phones have been a way to document children who may be caught cheating or talking during class or distracted. Reasons to put kids out of classrooms. Behavior modification, behavior management, behavior, behavior, behavior. Education is all about behavior. Transitioning behaviors to more functional, more beneficial opportunities in life. And just, I mean, understand, I would do another video in here, but I can't because my drive is full and they're controlling that. But I'm going to have a solution in a couple of days. And I'm all about solutions. And, you know, me, one person, I don't make one bit of difference. What's going to be required here in 2021 is that if you're a taxpayer and you're concerned about living in the community that you're living, as all children don't have the same access. And if you're uncomfortable with what happened to Stefan Clark, as he was entering his grandmother's backyard. And and you know on cops, they record that shit and it's just disgusting as they watch black kids trying to get home and they all talk about it like something that they know that they want to go see their mamas before they die or they get picked up or go arrested and they wait for them at their mother's house. Of course, we love our mothers. We are people that they seem or pretend that we are incapable of love, but we love. And I'm going to tell you, it's not a secret. But in order to be loved, you have to love yourself. And I just got to tell you, so many black men don't love themselves. But my children love themselves. That's how come I'm not a grandma until this year. And I am a grandma now. Just happened just like that. One, two, three. But that's okay. I'm going to do whatever I can as long as I'm living to ensure that my children have the opportunity to benefit from being American citizens as they all need to understand there is power in knowledge and knowledge in power and the the rules operate just as they do. 
but public policies that are established from local communities are really irrelevant when it comes to measuring your benefit of the public service. And if they're doing something to violate your rights, you have a right to share that. And I feel that my rights have been violated as I have been prohibited from basically participating in local organizations because we all understand house nigga feel nigga mentality because a house nigga's never gonna let you jeopardize what he's been able to get thus far in life and the field niggers are always in the uprising or just look at it like this my father was a united states air force uh heavy equipment maintenance and field mechanic and my husband was too and he was in red horse and he was he retired military it's unfortunate that he didn't stay in the game and support his son but he did not and he had another wife and he had the same issues the whole time so all the women that i know were with him understand his issues that just is life but his own issues killed him because you can't own nothing no human beings and you can't control human beings People have to make choices and understand the choices are consequential and they make consequences. And as black people who have always been admonished not to talk, been prohibited from sharing programs like Anchor by Spotify. And it's on my podcast is on Apple iTunes. I mean, I'm not even paying for an Apple account although I have an Apple product, so I guess I'm subscribing by that manner. But knowledge is power, and power is knowledge. And you are only as powerful as you believe you are. But if you, boo, think you gotta ask permission, well, good luck on that. Because, I mean, I try to keep people informed of what I'm doing, but I don't need guidance. If I did, I would ask for it. But I do need to understand your willingness to commit. Commit to change and commit to doing the things that your journey has let you be empowered and in control of. If your specialty is working in this capacity, then please, by all means, benefit within the 2021, but create your own space and do your thing and write your own business off because Trump taught you that If you have a business, you get to write off that $20,000 that you've been paying in taxes because you become a part of the, you know, human engine, you know, the system, helping it to sustain itself. But if you're going to keep on sitting back and acting like somebody got to wait and tell you the way and you can't read and comprehend and you don't visually see what I see, like... Do you see what I see? And there's some dysfunction going on over there. And a lot of homeless people. And I don't believe that people see what I see. And the inability of the broken system to continue to sustain this brokenness. So, like I said, this is Darlene Anderson. And yes, I'm probably usually up at this kind of level early in the morning. I try to bring myself within a scope of understanding that I am only one person. But if I can connect with one other person and they can connect with one other person, then perhaps we all can connect and understand that we are in control of this journey that we are on. 
in 2021? Are you ready for the ride? Don't worry, it already started. January 6th, when we all witnessed the insurrection at the Capitol. You know, the United States White House. You know, the house that we built. The house that the slaves built. So, as we have earned our right to honest investment in our people, understand our voices will be heard, and no more failed services for our people. No, we have a right to benefit just as you. We will be looking at the outcomes. We will be measuring the maintenance. And if you're not doing the work, boo, it's like get off of our backs. So this is Johnny Anderson. I'll say e purbus unum. I'm trying to say that word really good because out of many, there are one, but out of one, there are none. So I'm trying to create the many. Until we meet again, this is Arlene Anderson signing out of on Anchor. Follow me on the Parent Empowerment Hour. Like, subscribe, share, and follow. So I thought about it for a minute. <clears throat> good morning, good morning, good morning. Still morning time. want to say it's about 7.30 on March Monday, March 15th. And I thought about listening to Nevada Department of Education presenting to the Office of the Department, of, I mean, the Department of Justice in regards to the disparate impact of whatever's going on in Nevada around public education and the failed services and how it's impacting the black community. Yet the African-American community was not there. Nope, I didn't hear the invitation to Power 88, you know, because if Power 88 is the mode and the method where black people get their information, why did Joan Ebert not invite her? I mean, them, the organization. I mean, the inability to engage in the NAACP and the Black Caucus with Yvette, whatever her name is. I think her name is Williams. I don't want to give her a wrong name. But the deal is, is that real, I had an opportunity to participate in one of the, you know, um, webinars where the superintendent of public education was there. And I was introduced as a member of the Black Caucus. But believe me, that's the only time she ever claimed me. And she claimed me without me even paying my dues again because I was so dismayed with the organization and the inability to participate. And you know what? I've thought about this a great deal this morning. And I'm going to tell you that this mentality of house and field Negro in America, or however you want to look at it, you know, Blacks that are chosen and Blacks that are just out there. And who are you, right? <laughs> so uh, the chosen ones will not speak to the unchosen ones. They like to be recognized by the system. And they make it work for them because as long as they're making it work for them, the system is so happy. But what about the rest of the folks? I heard a young man talking from Chicago about this recent incident this weekend, March 15th. The weekend prior to proceeding, right? Before. How there was a house party and our young folks was in there, but some young folks came strapped. They didn't even know the folks. Somebody seen somebody, woman with somebody else or something happened up in there where miscommunication happened. And 15 people were 
injured and two people lost their lives, man, I'm going to tell you one thing that we all need to get a clue on, especially people who are coming from my community, people who look like me. I'm African-American. I'm 62. I raised three young men and they all have very effective communication skills. Even the one that they said was in the spectrum and had no language skills initially, but during the process of the IEP process, developed great communication skills, great communication skills. I didn't say he he didn't get great social skills. He got great communication skills. He's an effective communicator. Now, many, many, many people are not effective in communication. That's why we have so much chaos in our society, because we have a failed public education system, and it's being administered by politicians. And quite frankly, that's the one piece of the government that should have never been political that has become political. So here in Nevada, where the Republicans were ruling for so long until they went purple and then they went blue. And after that, you know, they're still working on trying to bring equity and access to the people. But I'm going to tell you right now, the inability to engage in public process, public policy, how things are happening come from, you're not one of us and I'm not one of them. And that's so true. But what I am is an American citizen born in Mississippi. Columbus, you might understand where I'm coming from. As my grandfather, Pete Thomas, worked on whatever, the underground movement of blacks who have been oppressed by local community members, and they would get black folks out of town. That's what my grandfather did. And also he built houses. My grandfather built lots of houses and he trained people how to build houses and with a third grade education. And he had effective communication skills. And that came from within my people's generation. No knowledge, abilities structured in the DNA. So I want to ensure that you understand in 2021, change only comes with people like you and perhaps like me. The reality is, is if if we continue to accept that we have no choice and we are so vulnerable, that's what it's going to be. People will continue to set rules and apply policies that affect you and affect your ability to engage in the process because they're controlling everything. And you better understand what I'm talking about. We're only talking about money because public policy is money. So the dollars that a state would receive from the federal government come from the counts of the people who are impacted by the, you know, the reality reality of the aligned services that are coming with a free and appropriate public education. That's education. Everything begins with education because we have to have buildings. We have to have services. We have to have everything to be able to produce quality services. And we have to meet the standard of a free and appropriate public education for all. 
But when you go about setting rules that would promote oppression within a subgroup of people, and they have no ability to transition forward simply because, unless they got a skill or talent like Beyonce, (laughs) but understand, Beyonce is almost untouchable because she can share a message in her music that makes her so powerful because she's engaging everyone and she's so beautiful. My God, that is a beautiful woman. And understand their relationship with Prince and how Prince perhaps shared a little too much and then put himself in jeopardy because he didn't have the protection of the community just as Michael had no protection of the community. And we used to be a nation in which Malcolm X was engaging in the mindsets of folks. And they could understand because you know what? I'm really just talking about the flow. And I understand it. Others do too. But when we look at television, we understand what Dick Gregory said, tell lie, vision. So the vision it's telling you is not a reality. And so many times the dysfunctionalness of all that's going on. And it's so real. So let's get back to public education and how it's affecting criminal behavior in the lowest um, achieving communities in the United States of America. This is all across the United States. Wherever there are large masses of poverty of people, people in poverty, as they are unskilled and do not have effective communication skills and cannot access the system because they cannot get engaged. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because if you don't start school until you're seven, you're always going to be a problem because you're not prepared unless someone prepares you prior to that. But for the most time, you know, public services here in Nevada are like the nutshell game. You can't find them. They don't exist. Not for people in poverty. No, not when they can take and go upwards of 28% of the poverty, you know, line and bring their folks in to receive the services because your folks never just shut up. They just don't show up. And like I said, how is it that the superintendent of public instruction can't find African-American community members to engage in this conference that they had on March the 3rd in regards to the disparate impact of the services that are happening for not all children, you know? (laughs) And they're not all talking about it because even at the school site, they don't have a, a way to bring in everyone. And the principal and one teacher can get rid of your child. That's a violation of federal due process rights. As every child has a right to have effective access. I mean, you know, I mean, the analyzations and all the tools that are available to the public system to engage your child, to make sure that your child's learning. And the tools do exist. My son, they said he was severely mentally retarded, communication handicapped. And I said, okay, well, that's what you're saying. We'll see. So we started where we had to start because he wasn't talking. He did not have language. At three years old, he wasn't talking. All my other children talked 
before one. I hate to tell you. So I knew that there was something there. And I I also realized that his facial, he never just one monotone face. And then I started to do things to make him engage. But I realized these things as a parent and had prior parent. And I did a lot, but I went back to school with my son and he graduated with a one-on-one aid, a laptop, and above proficient. I had the support of Michael Rosenberg. He was a state disabilities counselor for area board three. And really, he came to all of Tyler's IEPs from the moment that, you know, I realized he was disabled. And I'm gonna tell you, the journey has been amazing when you understand who you are and understand your ability to transition and watch your child come alive. Because this is America where we are all free, but you are only free when you understand that freedom requires that you engage in the process. And this dysfunction that's going on in Nevada and the inability and the people who would represent the black folks who won't talk to black folks because they feel some kind of intimidation or something. Maybe because they just lack a little bit of knowledge. And guess what? It's overwhelming because they're just in the position. They're just representing. They can't grasp that. But they, what else they can't grasp is that they need to allow the community to organize, to bring the problems to, you know, the system. And when you're in the system, you understand what you need to be empowered. But when you don't understand what you need, you don't utilize your community effectively. You don't organize your community. You don't have your community showing up at the meetings. You don't demand accountability. Well, what can I say? I'm confused. Please, I'm going to drag this meeting from March the 3rd and share it with my morning videos until we can get some morning conversation going on here because this is dysfunctional to me that no black organizations, no black churches, nobody was in the house to talk about the failed services for African-American children in the state of Nevada and most African-American children, more than 50% are on the bottom, on the bottom bottom. And we have 80% incarceration rate. And they're smelling, they're shipping African-American men out. And they're removing them from homes and finding them incompetent with no physical data. No, I mean, no, no analysis. No, with all the tools that are provided to the educational system to analyze a child's development, these people are being removed from placement without effective analysis and services for them to determine what kind of services that they would need. So when they're getting the next placement, they ain't getting nothing but some social and emotional learning. What the hell is that? I'm confused. We don't pay money for social and emotional learning. No, we pay for access. And social and emotional learning is not going to get you access. So Good morning, America. I'll say it's time to wake up. It's a frustrating day after listening to the whole conference that they had on March 3rd. And know that there's going to be another conference webinar about disparate impact and the failed services in the black community. I hope black people, I hope formerly enslaved, I hope folks of color actually show up this time because access has to do with 
ability to access and engage one's mind. So I'll say good morning. And I'm saying, I'm going to help. I'm going to have a better day. And I'm going to say, I hope you do too. So in 2021, this is Darlene Anderson. And, you know, it feels like the year 2525 because it, it just feels like I'm alive, but it doesn't feel like I'm alive. You know, when I filed a complaint and I filed more than one against Clark County School District, they never responded. They responded with, they don't have to because a we the people thing. They got a we the people policy and I'm not part of that. We the people, you get me? And I'm not part of that. We the people, when I look at the NAACP, no, I went for a whole year. I went to their meetings, just as in Sacramento. But the people who are aligned to be engaged with the people don't want to talk to you. They have clicks and they only socialize within themselves. That's how come they can look at all the dysfunction and failed services in our local communities and act like the white folks or the system and ignore it. That's why they can see that children are suffering in the public school systems when eight-year-old children would commit suicide and they would act like it's not it's so overwhelming. How is it that that situation, that circumstance is so overwhelming for a national organization? And then for to have the wonderful opportunity. I was so excited to participate in the online organization of the LDA, Learning Disabled Whatever, uh, attempting to think about establishing this conversation about, uh, because see, they don't protect uh learning disabled children's rights here. No, they don't have SELPAs. No, they don't have, you know, in Sacramento, every county had a SELPA and they, and the board members signed on the SELPA and talked about all the services that would be entitled to a child with a disability, which came under the law in IDA 2004. But I guess if you just don't follow the law and you don't follow the rules, you wouldn't understand what I'm saying. So I'm going to tell you, it requires more than one principal which the legislators have written, and one teacher to move a child out of a school. Oh, that's so criminal. But I guess if you don't understand what criminal behavior is because you've been a we-the-people state, you know, so Republican, huh? and you've seen everything as resources and allocations. So you put children on buses and bus them where your parents can't participate in the education and they fail. And then you push them out of the public school system at 11. And you use the judicial system. How disgusting. You use the judicial system to create incompetencies. And you say the child is not competent and can't make decisions. And then you take them and put them under the jurisdiction of the Department of Health and Human Services. And then you shit them out like selling slaves on the block. And that's what it means to me. And I'm going to tell you. I am so pissed this morning. I'm going to have to stop and say, tune in on my other shows on Anchor. Have a great day.